If you guys have caught on to the themes of the readings and the prayers that we've had so far, you're able to see that they all revolve around the idea of a kingdom, kingship, and reigning. It's because, as I mentioned, today we celebrate the solemnity of Jesus Christ, King of the universe, right? It has this kind of big, grand title that Jesus is King. It always comes on the last Sunday of ordinary time, right before Advent, right? So this is the last Sunday of ordinary time. And the reason that we're switching out the books in the pews is because we start a new liturgical year, right? So next Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent. So the church gives us this opportunity to reflect on what does it mean that Jesus is king? This solemnity came about at the beginning of the 20th century. Pius IX, Pope Pius IX, was really conflicted by an increase of secularization in the culture, right? So people were becoming very involved in the culture and they were becoming less religious. So instead of encouraging the people, right, to practice the faith, he gave them a true king that they can emulate, not just a king that may have been in charge of their country, but one that is in charge of the whole universe, and that's who Jesus is. It seems kind of funny that the weekend in which we celebrate Jesus as king, the gospel reading that we have is one of him on a cross. It seems kind of strange, because if you would go up to anyone out into the world and you try to teach them about Jesus and you say, you should follow this person, he's a king, and let me tell you this story, and you read him the gospel, the gospel is about people making fun of him, of laughing at him, of jeering at him as he's up on the cross. And I'm sure the most common response is, that doesn't seem like much of a king. That doesn't seem like someone I necessarily want to follow. And that's entirely the paradox of Christianity in the culture. Right? We have the kingdom of the world, and we have the kingdom of God. And they don't necessarily always get along. In the eyes of the world, the Christian faith will always seem foolish. It seems foolish for what you're doing right now. You guys should be at home, getting ready for the coming week. You should be at home watching football, right? Watching the Vikings lose right now. But you're here. You came to take this time out of your day to worship. And the majority of the world would call you foolish for doing that. Because in the eyes of the world, the Christian church doesn't make much sense. It doesn't understand why am I taking this time out of my day to pray to this God? Just as the people who saw Jesus on the cross could laugh at him and jeer at him and make fun of him. They don't see what comes next. What came after that was the resurrection. It was the confirmation that Jesus was who he said he was, that he was king, that he is Lord. And it would be great fun for Jesus to be able to go back to those people who laughed at him and jeered at him and say, hey, I rose from the dead, right? You were making fun of me up on this cross, but I conquered death and I've proven to the world that I am God. Where we're at and where we live in the culture is at the same place where Jesus was on the cross. It's the idea of people trying to make sense of this kind of crazy situation. But if we keep the faith, if we believe that Jesus is king of the universe, 
then we will be able to rejoice in him just as he rejoiced in rising from the dead. Right? Those laughs, those jeers didn't mean anything because he knew that he was going to rise from the dead. In our day-to-day life, those laughs, those jeers, those misunderstandings of why you're practicing the faith don't mean anything because we know that Jesus rises from the dead. That it may not make sense, but we understand Jesus is king, that he reigns. So as we close this liturgical year and we begin a new one with the Advent season as we prepare for Christmas when Jesus comes in human form, let us prepare ourselves, let us understand that Jesus is king. I had an old professor who would always tell us that in each person's life you have a throne and you decide what sits on that throne. If you want Jesus to sit on that throne, he can sit on that throne. If you want whatever other worldly attraction you're attracted to, you can, you can have that sit on your throne. It's up to you. So on this Sunday, as we prepare for Advent, as we come to a close of this liturgical season, let's have Jesus sit on the throne. Let us see that he's the one who rules our life, that the jeering, that the misunderstandings are just shortcomings of people that may not understand Jesus' full potential. So let us have faith in him. Let us practice it with our whole lives. And let us have Jesus sit on our thrones.